Welcome to the Free Real Estate Hacks Podcast with your host, Johnny Youssef. This podcast is packed with tips, tricks, and hacks. Whether you are someone who wants to get into real estate or you have done it for many years, please welcome your host, Johnny Youssef. Hello guys, Johnny Youssef here and I am the host of this podcast and I am so excited about doing this. I do real estate investing and everything related to real estate and I am just passionate about sharing what I've learned because I'm not some multimillionaire that knows it all or I'm not someone that you know, has had professional training. I am just an average Joe that learned to invest in real estate and was able to get freedom from my job and to build my business to a place where I don't have to ever get another job and I have my freedom and I can pace myself and grow as fast or as slow as I want it. So that being said, I'm just excited to be here and share with you guys uh, just a little bit about me. I am born in Egypt, grew up in a third world country uh, with just incredible parents, but you know, in a place where there's little to no opportunity. So from a young age, I always kept an eye on opportunity and uh, moved to the U.S. at the age of 15 to the East Coast, did college and high school there, then ended up in the Midwest in Kansas City. And while I was here for an internship, I was planning just to be here for six months. I saw the real estate opportunity and I just could not turn it down. So I stuck around thinking, hey, I'm going to buy a house or two. It was during, you know, uh, just when the economy was terrible in 2009, uh, during a lot of foreclosures and there were houses popping, $20,000, $30,000 houses left and right. And everyone was scared of buying a house. And I was just looking at it. Well, a lot of people around me, most people were looking at, house investing is a terrible idea because that's what they heard on TV and because they hear everyone is getting foreclosed. I looked at it as an opportunity to get into real estate. Again, just tracing it back to being born in a place with amazing parents that knew how to uh, fight to build a business and to be successful, but uh, just really appreciating opportunity. So when others were saying it's not an opportunity, I was like, nope, it's an opportunity to buy a house for $20,000 and do little repairs and then you can have an amazing, amazing passive income cash flow. So I jumped on that, and since then, I just got hooked, and here we are. I think we are eight years later, and I'm still doing it, and I love it. I love my job, and I love so many aspects of it. So that being said, let's go to the first question I get, and the first question I get is, how do I get started in real estate investing? That's the most common question people ask me. How do I get started in real estate investing? And, you know, there are a lot of things I want to say about that. But to simplify it, I want to say one thing is you want to buy your first house and get it with a great deal. So if you don't own a house, I'd say before even thinking about real estate investing, just buy your first home. It is important to be a homeowner if you're going to get in that game because you're going to learn so much. It's like an internship. Uh, you're going to learn so much about real estate investing from buying your first house. So if you haven't bought your first house, buy your first house, get qualified and find out if you're not qualified 
what do you need to do to be qualified for a mortgage and how long do you need before you can get there and start planning ahead. You know, one of the biggest problems I've seen with people that could not buy houses or get into investing is that they haven't even checked with a lender. They just think, oh, we need to be in this job for a year or we need to do this and that and then we're going to apply. And then they wait a year or two and then they try to apply to realize that there's something wrong in their credit that they didn't even know about it. Or that if they would have done this or that just a year ago, they would have been okay and been able to buy, but now they have to wait another year or two. Or the opposite is true. I've seen people that assume they're not qualified and I just, you know, I've had friends, guys, just get approval, see what you're approved for. You know, and, and, and some people will tell you, don't do it because that will lower your credit. And yes, when you pull your application for a mortgage, that can, you know, take away a couple of points from your credit, but that usually bounces back pretty quick. And actually, if you do it every few years, you know, some will argue that it doesn't really hurt your credit at all. So it is totally worth it. It's like going to a doctor for a checkup. Sure, there is hassle. You're going to have to take a day off work and you're going to have to drive and you're going to have to pay a fee to get in there, but it's totally worth it. You know, it's a problem if you're doing it every few months, but go apply and see if you qualify for a mortgage. And if you don't, then plan, how can I get qualified as soon as possible and make plans accordingly maybe that means getting rid of that car that you shouldn't have bought or maybe that means you know taking care of a judgment that you forgot that was there or a utility bill that you never paid and it's on your credit so get prepared or maybe it means for some of you um, you know getting a different job or planning on a different job because your freelancing is going to require you to you know be self-employed for two years before you qualify so just think ahead with all this and buy your first house if you already have a house then my advice for you is either see if you're in a place to get a mortgage for a second home or a rental so a classic example i have a husband and wife they're friends of mine and they own their house and uh, you know they've been in steady jobs uh, good credit and after a couple of years they applied and guess what they qualified for a second home so they bought their second house and it was their dream home. They moved to it and then they rented out their current home. So that way they turned their home into a rental and they moved to a bigger house. And they have been doing this every couple of years. They upgrade from one home to another and then they rent it out and they qualify. It's a method that's slow. You know, they're buying one house every few years, but they love it and they don't plan to lose their to leave their job so for them it's just a really good pace an extra income of nine hundred dollars or a thousand dollars a month every couple of years it's like creating your own bonus raise you know while enjoying going to bigger and nicer house as you go so that's my second advice if first one is if you don't own a house own a house get qualified find out how if you do own a house then see if you can get a mortgage for a second one. If you cannot, or if you don't want to do that, you can see if you can get an equity line of credit. What does equity line of credit means? That means if you don't know what it means, it means you basically go to the bank and say, hey, well, my house that I bought, let's just say, um, you know, my house that I bought for $150,000, you know, I've been in it for five years, bank, and I've been paying on time, and guess what? The you know, the housing market is going really up. So my house actually right now, I owe, you know, only 130, not 
150 anymore and on top of that this area went up in value we think this house and we've done some repairs and made it look better and 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 upgraded some things so we think this house is not worth 150 like we bought it for we think this house is worth 200,000 and we only owe 120,000 so bank can we borrow money from you so that we can get an equity line of credit basically they will look and see how much your house would appraise for in its current condition and value. And then they're going to assess and say, you're right, you know, your house is worth, uh, let's say, $80,000 more. So we're going to give you 80% of that and you can have this money as a line of credit. And a line of credit basically means that they put this money for you in, in an account and you pay interest when you use the portion um, you know, you're using, that's the only portion you pay interest on. So, you know, let's say it's an $80,000 line of credit. They're probably going to give you 80% of it or something around there. So, you know, 80,000, 80% that, you know, remove 20%, that's 16,000. So, you know, 80,000 minus 16,000, you are looking at $64,000 in a line of credit. So they put that in an account and let's say they'll give you, we'll just say interest of 5%. So, Whenever you start using the money, if you use 10,000 of the 64,000, then you're only paying interest on that. And guess what? If you get some extra cash coming and you put it back in that account, then you're not paying any interest because you you only pay interest for the money you pull. And the great, great thing about line of credits, unlike a mortgage where when you pay it off, you can't get, you can't borrow the money back. With a line of credits, you can keep putting money when you have extra cash and you can keep pulling money when you need it for an investment and you only pay interest on what you're borrowing so if you're borrowing 60,000 you're going to pay interest on that if the next month you put 10,000 back then you're going to pay interest on 50,000 so it's great and I love line of credits and they're the most efficient way to get money without paying interest on things you don't need so check out getting a line of credit against your house and then finally, I will say, make a clear plan. So it is very important to get qualified, whether for your first home or your second home or getting a line of credit to borrow against the house or possibly refinancing is an option. But another thing I'll say to that is that when you do that, you want to have a plan. So you want to look around you and make a plan. What do you want? Do you want to buy a, a small rental if you want to buy a small rental, how much are they running for in those areas you're looking at? That way, when you get a line of credit or when you get money, you are ready to put offers. Start finding an agent. Start looking so you have an idea of how much money you need on average to buy a house. You know, how much money you're looking at you know to to fix it up and start having an eye you know looking and ready so that once you get the money you're not having this money sitting and then you start the process do them both at the same time don't look intensely without getting qualified because it's never fun to look intensely and make a plan and find out oh you can't get qualified for another year and then you wasted time because the market's going to change by then but also don't ignore that part and you're not looking at all and then you get the money and you have it sitting for three, four, five months because you don't know what you're going to do. So do both at the same time. I hope this helped you guys. And if you guys have any questions, I'm here again. This is Johnny Youssef and I'm excited about doing these little short podcasts with you guys.
Thanks for listening. If you have a question you want Johnny to address on a future episode, please send it to questions at freerealestatehacks.com. While you're online, make sure you check out the free three-part video series available at freerealestatehacks.com.